0: What's up everyone welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show today we're doing an espn fantasy basketball mock draft uh we're doing a 10 team head-to-head points mock here i'm drafting from the third spot i think it's pretty clear like if you get to pick your draft spot you kind of want to be in the top three you're going to get rewarded with uh nikola jokic Giannis, or luca so those to me are the clear kind of top three once you get to number four it's kind of like what do you like? You know, James Harden, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. There's a lot of options when you get to that four or five spot. So I like getting into the top three. Uh, Assuming this goes as, uh, as we're looking at it here, I'm probably just going to collect Luca as I did with the thumbnail there. Welcome Uh, to the best day of the year. Draft. Draft has officially started. Giannis and Jokic, of course, first two people off the board. We're just going to run Luca in and then with a 10 team league, we're, we're, we have a good chance of getting some really good players to fall to us. There's kind of a drop off near the third round in terms of talent here, but we'll see what happens. Uh, After I took Luca, you see James Harden go, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal. And then we'll, uh, there's a couple auto picks here. We're still a couple weeks away from the NBA season, but I have a feeling people are going to start ramping up their basketball drafts. So I'm going to continue to do uh, a handful of mock drafts here and uh, try to get as many takes as I can. And we'll see what happens here. We're getting into the second round now after uh, Bradley Beal went sixth overall. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry. There's Kevin Kevin Durant at 10 seems kind of interesting. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, I like Vucevic quite a bit. He was on a tear last year at the end of the season. Uh, Paul George, Zion Williamson here. So we're almost up to pick. We're up in a few picks here. Uh, the one that sticks out is Trey Young. If we can get ice Trey here for us, that would be ideal. Uh, but you see he gets auto-picked there. So we missed out on Embiid, LeBron, Trae Young, De'Aaron Fox. This is kind of a tough situation here, uh, but there's you know a couple options. We already locked in a really good point guard. So if you're kind of trying to build a diverse portfolio of players here, uh, I'm looking probably at Demonis Sabonis and I'll look at his numbers in a second here. I'm going to lock in Sabonis. We're going to be up to pick right away with an auto-pick, so I'm going to let it run down. Uh, but Sabonis, the face of the Pacers at this point, I think it's a really good move to just lock in a, a stud power forward. He's going to be uh, a household name this year, but just look at his numbers from last year's. And if you play in a points league, uh, you get a guy that's over 50 points. He's pretty much a stud. So I like uh, locking in a, a power forward here. And then we're up to pick again. And this is where it gets a little difficult. Uh, Rudy Gobert, a fun center here. I kind of like the centers later. Uh, I do like getting uh, guys with dual eligibility in, in terms of positions. Uh, I could take Lamelo Ball again. I already got a point guard here. I really don't know if I care too much about where my positions are at. Uh, SGA played really well last year. We don't see, uh, we haven't seen him, you know, for the back half of the season. So he's kind of a fun pick here. Round three, though, I'm just gonna kind of have fun here. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'll, I'll go with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I know he's not a very uh, safe player in terms of injury risk, but I know that when he's on the court. He's the best player on his team. He's going to be very productive, and I just think there's a lot of excitement around the Miami Heat this year. So I'll just uh, land Jimmy Butler there. And, again, he's, uh, he's small forward and shooting guard eligible, so I like, I like some of the, the flexibility that he presents here. So we're moving into, uh, I guess, pretty much the fourth round now. After I snagged um, – where is it? After I snagged Jimmy Butler, you see Rudy Gobert, LaMelo Ball, Devo- uh, Deontay Murray, SGA, Bam Adebayo. Ben Simmons. Who knows what's going on with Ben Simmons? I have no idea. Uh, Kyrie Irving, though, he's falling pretty late. He goes all the way at three, pick 10. Michael Porter Jr., first pick of the fourth round. There's Drew Holiday, Chris Paul. There's getting to be, I really like the fourth round. I think the third round, the decisions are kind of hard, but when you get to the fourth round, again, uh, we're talking Drew Holiday, Chris Paul. Uh, I'm seeing Russell Westbrook here, Uh, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Christian Wood, Jalen Brown. Like there's a lot of hot names here in the fourth round. So just continue collecting your favorite players. And I mean, to be honest, like the NBA basketball, it's so deep. uh, And especially with guys that kind of come out of nowhere, the fifth, sixth and seventh and eighth rounds, we're still going to hit some pretty good players. So I am up to pick. Uh, right now. I just miss Russell Westbrook. He's probably one of my favorite Lakers that you can get right now. Uh, but anyways, we are on the clock here. Clint Capella, he had a really nice run with the uh, with Atlanta Hawks last year. Tobias Harris for Philly. I really like Chris Middleton. He's a really, really consistent player for me. Uh, he can probably lock in, you know, upper 30s, almost 40 points per game. So I like getting Middleton. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to be on something to prove. Last year, he was one of the number ones, uh, small forward so i'm gonna lock in again we got jimmy butler and now we just locked in chris middleton so i'm feeling pretty good about this other names here that i liked: christian wood lonzo ball Ja ja morant would have been fun i really like karis LeVert. i don't know what's uh how he's doing he's got a stress stress fracture in his back but the pacers are optimistic that he's dealing with only a minor setback and may be ready he may be ready to go sometime near the start of the season so you might see a discount on Karis Libert. He might be dropping a little bit in some drafts. So that one's interesting. Uh, but as I look forward to my fifth round pick, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Colin Sexton. Uh, and again, a lot of these guys have dual eligibility, which I'd love to see. Uh, I really like Christian Wood quite a bit there. The young Houston Rockets team is going to be kind of the, the focal point of this offense and everything that, you know, anything that Houston does is going to run through him. He just needs to stay healthy. He was kind of in and out all last season. Uh, but we missed on Brandon Ingram, Clint Capella. There's Lonzo Ball. I think the easy pick for me, I, I kind of want to just collect John Morant here. This seems pretty foolish. Um, and he was kind of hit or miss last year. He did put up some massive games. You see the 72, a 66. But then he would have a kind of a, a, a not-so-great game every now and then, a 26, to 21, uh, some low floors. But uh, McCollum is another an interesting guy here. Let me just look at his numbers real quick. And again, he was hurt for a little bit during the middle of the season last year. But when he came back, man, I mean, he's a 40 to 50 point guy. um, And then he's only shooting guard eligible. John Morant, only point guard eligible. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and lock in Christian Wood, uh, getting one of the the last uh, best centers here. And then because he is dual eligible, I like getting him uh, in the lineup. And just last year, Christian Wood uh, averaged... 21 points per game, almost 10 rebounds, almost two assists, basically one steal and one block per game. He was a very productive player when he was healthy on the floor for the for the young uh, Houston Rockets team. So it, it's tough to pass on guys like McCollum and even John Morant. I'm surprised I passed on John Morant. I love it. Um, but I don't know. We got a really good starting five so far. You see Luca middleton jimmy butler sabonis christian wood and again i'm just i'm having fun here i'm I'm not being too serious this is a mock draft you should be trying things with your mock draft see how it feels to take certain players cj mccollum is, is falling here into the uh the beginning of the seventh round or the beginning of the sixth round which feels a little off so that looks like a good hit um and now I guess now we're in the sixth and seventh round. I'm probably going to start looking at some second year players like Anthony Edwards was a beast last year. Uh, just the, the man can score the ball in, in a head-to-head points league. Uh, I would love to collect Anthony Edwards with my next pick if I can do that. Uh, otherwise, Tyrese Halliburton had a really successful rookie year. He didn't get to finish it because of the injury, but uh, I, I like where the Sacramento Kings are, are going right now. So we'll see. I got some fun picks. One of the guys that has been consistently falling to me in the sixth round is Draymond Green. And you look at what Draymond did. He's he's a potential double or triple double threat anytime he plays, and he put up some big numbers, like almost you know upwards of fifty to sixty points on a high end note. So I, I like Draymond Green, and I think. Getting excited about the Golden State Warriors is a good idea, but we missed Andremond. Draymond. That's a bummer, but we're going to just collect Anthony Edwards. This looks like a fun pick to me. We'll see who falls back to me, but getting the second-year player, uh, just the man scores bucket, so I'm excited to collect him. And uh, I don't know. We have one, two, three, four, four more starting positions to fill. I'd love to collect Tyrese Halliburton. I think Robert Williams is going to be in for a fun season here. He did sign a large extension, it says. He's only 23 years old. And his problem last year, it wasn't production, it was just minutes. Uh, The man basically, however many minutes he got, he would get more points than that for fantasy. So he is a massive upside play here. If he gets you know, starter minutes upwards of 30 minutes per game, you're looking at a guy here uh, in the seventh round, center and power forward here. I like a Robert Williams pick quite a bit. If you want to get the rookie, Cade Cunningham, that's probably where you got to do it at the end of the sixth, early seventh round here. Um, And I'm just kind of looking around. I mean, I like... OG Anunobi, John Collins, there's some good value pieces here, but we're up to pick. Uh, I missed out on Robert Williams, Tyrese Halliburton, Derek White, Jalen Suggs. Uh, So if I I wanted to go ahead and take the rookie here, I could take uh, Cade Cunningham. I only have one point guard here at the moment right now. Maybe getting a guy like D'Angelo Russell, though, could be a good idea. He was pretty good last season with Minnesota Timberwolves. And when I take a guy like Russell, sure, I have to worry about health concerns, but it's his uh, he finished the season really strong. He looked really good with Minnesota. I think uh, I don't have to worry too much about, uh, with, with Caden, you have to be a little bit patient with some of these rookies, whereas, uh, locking in a dual eligible point guard shooting guard in, in, D'Angelo Russell, uh, I'll just continue to take some veteran players here and we already got a young guy in Anthony Edwards. We should probably get a little bit more young guys as the, as this, the draft goes on. So, so far so good. And, um, I don't know, you can keep scrolling down and keep finding names that you like. So uh, I guess we're moving at the end of the seventh round, going into the eighth round. I'm just going to start kind of looking around here. Um, Some high upside guys. I mean, OG Anunobi, I was on him last year. He had a really good season. He just got hurt at various times. But this was a guy that on most nights, he would get you 40 points. Um, So he's going to be a a main starter piece for the Raptors. I think I like that pick if he falls. But it looks like uh, we're almost up to pick. We're probably not going to get him because of the auto picks. That's unfortunate. But let me uh, continue to look around here, see if anybody else uh, sticks out. Jaron Jackson Jr. People waited all season to get this guy in their lineups, and it wasn't until the final you know, last week or two where he started putting up 35, 40, 36, 28. I mean, this is a key piece of the Memphis Grizzlies, so I like him quite a bit. Um, Again, dang it, we missed OG and by one. Uh, Kristaps Porzingis. And again, um, health is the major thing with him. If you feel risky or if you've covered your bets early with Center and Power Forward, you could take a guy like that. Darius Garland though, I mean this this was a guy that played really well. And again, he got hurt at the end of the year, but when he was when he was on the court, you see high 30s minutes, almost 40 minutes per game in 48, 31, 44, 52, 45. Uh, there's some high upside, you know, play there in Cleveland. So I'm going to take the minutes of Darius Garland. So we're locking in again another dual eligible player here point guard and shooting guard our, our point guards right now are Luca Russell and Darius Garland. I, I like, I like that group right there. We have a forward position and another utility spot to fill. Uh, we'll see who they kick back to me on the turn. I really liked RJ Barrett. I don't know why he's going so late. I know he kind of had, he, for some reason, he's not an exciting pick, but the man's going to play a ton of minutes and I know like, okay, so you get a 22, you get a 15 every now and then. Uh, but I, I just, I value smart players. He's going to play a lot for the Knicks and should be a good team again this year. So I like, uh, the upside of, of the young RJ Barrett and then we'll see who falls. If, if I guess if, if, if team G here takes my RJ Barrett, uh, PJ Washington played pretty well last year. He just needs to get the minutes. Like you look at his numbers, uh, basically the last, you know, part of April and early May, you see some 47s, 32s, 44s, 50s, uh, some really high caliber, you know, point games here. And then the minutes are nice too. I, I like getting guys that are going to be on the court a lot. That seems to be a fun pick. I, I really like Norman Powell. He's with the Trailblazers again this year. Um, this is a guy that scores a lot of points and he's a key piece of their offense. I just missed on RJ Barrett, unfortunately. So uh, the guys that I'm looking at here, and again, I don't have to take a, a, a forward eligible player here, but I probably, probably want to do that. Um, so what I'm going to do here, again, I like Norman Powell. He's a, he's a small forward eligible PJ Washington's a power forward eligible I'm gonna go ahead and collect PJ Washington I like what he's got with the Charlotte Hornets uh, he should again continue to hit those high mid to high 30 minutes per games um, so again we're, I mean we're moving into the 10th round you could continue to take some high upside players but again I like I like taking guys with minutes and I can even filter here uh, and see who's playing the most like Harrison Barnes I For some reason, he doesn't get a lot of love in fantasy, but when he plays, I mean, just look at his consistency, the last four games that they have on his log here, 34 points, 37, 36, 39. You see some really nice minutes of 40, 38, 39. So I like the minutes there for Harrison Barnes, uh, some injured players on the clock here. Let me go ahead and filter by fantasy points. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is still hanging around here. Uh, This one I don't get. I mean, he's like perfectly healthy. This one really doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm just gonna lock in Jonas here this one seems like a no-brainer and then I get another I mean I only have one other center on my team with Christian Wood so we'll lock in Jonas there and see who falls maybe this is the pick where I get a little bit uh, of some youth on the team Scotty Barnes should get a lot of run this season I do like Sadiq Bey though uh, Sadiq Bey, he he played really well at the end of last year. He could be a guy that takes another step forward. So a lot of times the way I design my fantasy basketball teams is I like to go with consistency and veterans earlier, or guess, you know, young all-star type talents. And then when you get to the later rounds, you're like hitting on second and third year players that really haven't broken out quite yet. Uh, that's always a fun thing because you get some, you know, some really nice ceiling upside baked at the back end of your draft. So we have Two more picks to make here. I'm going to continue to look for some young talent that could help us, uh, I guess, just push us over the top. When is is Clay – I didn't mean to click on a Linux, but I'm just curious when Clay Thompson is expected to come back. Um, So he will participate in control drills when training camp begins next week. As expected, Thompson will be with the team for training camp, but his return to the game action is not expected to come around Christmas Day. So if you want to take a guy like Clay Thompson, and especially if if your league has an IR spot, You're gonna be able to stash them for a month or two, Um, so uh, hiding in some upside there. Again, with one of your last pips, it's like who cares? Uh, These guys uh, we're we're gonna be shuffling them all season. So uh, potentially adding, you know, some of these hurt players that you could just stash for a little bit seems to be like a good idea. Uh, And as I look around here, we are on the clock. Uh, Kuzma with Washington's interesting. Uh, You get T.J. McConnell here, who McConnell was like I know malcolm brogdon was kind of injured a lot last year but tj mcconnell he was the 14th ranked point guard last year the man just put up tons of assists every now and then so i like i like his upside there let me just kind of look around kelly Olynyk with detroit he was he was a, a, a big piece last year uh, but kyle anderson seems to be underrated here this was a guy that averaged around 30 minutes per game last year and was pretty steady so i'm just gonna lock in the veteran kyle anderson he's dual eligible and again uh the second to last player on my team like who really cares at this point like we're probably going to be uh shuffling these guys up around so last pick of my draft so here's the thing like if you want to wait for guys that are injured and coming back at some point in the season the last pick of the draft I'm going to take Clay Thompson I'm going to slide him in my IR and then I'll rush to the waiver wire and, and just snag an extra guy and just hold on uh till uh Clay returns so this was a fun uh fun mock draft we'll be pumping out some more of these as the Uh, as we get close, we're only, it's again, it's October 1st, basketball doesn't start for another three weeks, but it's always a good idea to just mock draft and try a little bit, uh, especially if you know your position. So I'll recap here. We got, we started with Luca, Damana Sabonis, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Christian Wood, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. I know I got two Minnesota guys, but it's, it is sometimes that's just how the draft falls. As long as you don't have like five dudes from one team, uh, but usually two, three at the most is, is Okay. Darius Garland, some fun up, upside there with a the young player. PJ Washington, another young player. We got the veteran Jonas Valanciunas, but then some young uh, some young talent in Sadiq Bey, another veteran, Kyle Anderson. And then we get Clay Thompson on the bench. We'll, we'll pick up another guy. So thank you guys so much for watching this video. You guys can uh, subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're gonna be pumping out a lot more basketball content as the season uh, begins. So thank you guys so much for your time. Have a good rest of your day. Peace. <laughs>